If you give me a job and say, hey, this will happen in uh, Celebrity News Today and this we need you to talk about, I'm going to put a positive spin yeah. on it because these are real people. Welcome to the Prince George's Daily. In this season, we will take a look back at some of our favorite interviews. We will revisit the in-depth and often surprising stories from some of our outstanding Prince Georgians. We will review concepts from education to business to the Center for Performing Arts, all in Prince George's County. And of course, every episode we will share the latest local weather and news. Hello, Prince George's County. I'm Del Roden. Today is January 30th, 2020. In today's episode of the Prince George's Daily, Mo Digga gets deep with Heavenly Bee. Have you ever wondered what makes Heavenly tick? From business to love to everything, get it here on this episode of the Prince George's Daily, coming up right after the weather. In today's weather, a high temperature will be right around 39 degrees, with our low dropping back down to right below freezing, about 27 degrees under clear skies. For tomorrow, we're looking for a high in the mid-40s, with a low dropping down to the mid-30 range. And for the weekend, we can expect high temperatures in the mid-40s, with about a 20% chance of precipitation. According to the National Weather Service, our sunrise was at 7.15 this morning. Our sunset will take place at 5.25 for Prince George's County. That's the weather for today, January 30th, 2020. Stay with us after Mo and Heavenly, we'll bring you the news from the desk of Lillian Torres. In today's news, Lillian shares a shocking story about a body found in Hyattsville, a near-fatal car crash, and great news for those who've waited to get their real ID. Find out more right after this. Right now, though, let's hear from our Prince George another day, Heavenly B. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Prince George's Daily. It's your promo Diggs. I know it's a different voice today, okay? Today, I'm the interviewer, and we are interviewing your very special host, Miss Heavenly B. Hey. Heavenly, we are so excited to have you today on the other side of the set, <laughs> okay? We're so used to having you in the, in the main seat, but today, you're the one in the hot seat. Okay. Today's episode is mainly going to be focused on you, okay? okay? So we're going to be doing about, it's called the About Heavenly Bee episode, and we're going to be learning about all things heavenly, all things our host, before we get into Love Month next month. We're so excited for this new season. But Heavenly, you just give us a little background on you, okay? And then we're going to go from there. Oh, wow. Isn't it always so hard when people are like, tell me about yourself? Yeah, it's like <laughs> so much and then so little at the same time. I mean, I'm so... Okay, layered. Then I don't know. <laughs> let's start. Let's start from when you were young. Okay. Let's start with your childhood. Mm-hmm. Did you always envision yourself in media when you were growing up, or was there anything that showed you hints of this as your future? Yeah, but I won't say at a very very young age. I would say more so uh, preteen, mm-hmm. maybe twelve and up. I knew that I wanted to work in media. Um, I grew up always a very creative child Mm -hmm. so I would be the one writing books and folding paper and making my own novels or Mm. painting I would join hair and makeup my mom used to sell Mary Kay Mm. and I would take her stuff and play with that so I always been very creative yeah but I knew I wanted to work in media when I was about 12 or 13 because I was obsessed with music videos and music video countdowns. Oh. Growing up, that was like our social media. Like, That's true. Get home from school, cut on the TV or watch videos. Mm. And so I watched 106 in Park. I watched um, Rhapsody in the Basement. I watched TRL. And I wanted to be them. And um, I loved music, too. Mm. So I knew that that was something that I wanted to do from there. And I... I wanted to pursue that, but I got detoured. Mm. And what was that detour? 
I was about 17 years old. Mm-hmm. I was in high school. I was a senior and, and looking forward to what was next in terms of my education. And so a family member asked me, like, what are you going to do next? Mm-hmm. What's your plan for college? And I said, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a mass communications major. I was all happy and sold, baby. Yeah. And then it was like, hmm. The dream crusher. Maybe you should try social work. You thought about that? And I'm like, social, social work. work? Oh, no. I, I'm First of all, I'm too emotional for that. I respect social workers, but yeah. I, I, I would carry that home. Mm. So I knew it wasn't for me, but I knew I was supposed to advocate for people, and I knew I would do that through media. And so when I was told that, it just kind of crushed my, my dream because this is the person who is – considered the successful one in the family and so they're like oh it's not and and the intentions were good Mm -hmm. you know they want to see me win but it was like oh that's not a very um practical practical field it's not a lot of money in it Mm -hmm. it's very competitive it's um you know all the cons and I think you know in hindsight now that I'm older I understand why because the reality is that um we don't see the value of artistic fields. A lot of people don't see the value in artistic fields, so they just thought it didn't make sense. So anyway, I let it crush my dream. <laughs> and then you got into, did got, you end up getting into social work or? No. I, <laughs> I came to college for a minute because I always wanted to go to college. That's yeah. always been a dream of mine. So I went for a couple of months and I was a psych major because I always like to help people. And I was like, mm, mm-hmm. this ain't it. <laughs> so then I changed the business admin because I had already had my cosmetology license. I was already doing hair. Okay. So I said, well, I need to learn the business side of things, so let me do business. But when I got into classes, they weren't teaching me entrepreneurship. They were more so teaching me um, practices that I would need to running a corporate mm, office okay. and I was like this ain't it I'm just gonna make my whole career as a hairstylist I enjoy that it won't be like I hate work yeah and you know that was just that and I I kind of even feel like doing hair helped you a little bit with your communication skills absolutely how do you think that went hand in hand um I always tell people every part of your journey is significant mm. and it's purposeful um there's First nothing all, like a beauty salon conversation. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and we have so much great girl talk. And they used to always say, you should have a show. Mm. You should have a show. You should have your own show. Hello. Like, do y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> That's like in my heart. But what I, I noticed the most was how I was helping to change people's lives mm. through my voice. So the hair and them being pretty was the icing. It wasn't the cake. Mm. People came for me, for that energy, for that love for that advice and um it was just like a thing that made me not be able to shake my gift even Mm. more I was just like you know what one day I I said I'm gonna try everything that I want to do in life Mm -hmm. hello I had already been doing hair for about 10 years by then Mm -hmm. I was good and comfortable my clientele was consistent my money was consistent I was you know I could have stayed there yeah um, I had a comfortable life and then someone was just like, no, pursue it because I knew that my purpose was beyond the chair. It was great for while I was there, but it was more that I'm supposed to give the world. And so I took a chance on myself. Mm. And that chance was so impactful because look at where you are now. I'm so grateful. Yes. <laughs> I'm so grateful um, to be here with you guys on a regular basis doing what I love. And I feel at home. My um, One of my good friends. She started out as my client, actually. Yeah. And she told me, she was like, even just looking at your pictures, having, she was like, you look so happy. Yeah. She was like, it looks like you're where you're supposed to be. be. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And to be honest, I feel like that. Yeah. 
I think with hearing your story right now, the one thing that I can think of is that there is so much beauty in the struggle and mm. there's so much beauty in, you know, um, just like finding yourself and yeah. your purpose and, and it's never ending. And to always be content where you are, because I'm sure there were moments, you know, where even when you were doing here, you were like, oh, I want to be here. Yeah. But that was where you needed to be in that time. Yeah. Now. I still have those moments. I mean. That's true. I'll be honest. Like, it was a really big shift. Like I said, from not that I was living a luxurious life, but I was living a very comfortable life. Yeah. And so to shake things up and leave your comfort zone and pursue something that in the back of your head because that seed had already been planted it's hard to uproot them seeds as much as we try mm-hmm. the seed already been planted that this ain't really no guarantee you feel girl now you better hope you do well yeah you know and then just just pretty much taking a pay cut and trying to navigate life and trying to stay optimistic about the fact that this is just a a season in the journey mm. it can be hard sometimes and i was just talking earlier about i literally just got a revelation yesterday because i was like praying and i'm like god I don't know. Like I'm loving, I'm loving that I get to live my dreams and and get my education and and work in media, but I'm not comfortable with my lifestyle. Yeah. And I was just frustrated. And then it was like, I got a revelation. Like you have been for the past couple of years, mourning your own life, your old lifestyle. You've been mourning that you've been kind of like grieving. And Mm -hmm. it's like, now it's time to step into this new season enjoy where you are now yeah and be hopeful for the future because i got you yeah i'm holding you down yeah you know and you and you're doing good yeah you know sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit you're doing good look around appreciate your home you have a roof over your head a comfortable home it's peaceful it's quiet yeah you know it's yours <laughs> you have a car yeah that's yours that's yours that you're driving every day mm-hmm. you have you get to go to um a college camp university and and have your education paid for mm. you you get to do the kind of work that you enjoy like you got it good sis Period. you got family that love you Psh, what you complaining about that's true that's true this is true and i think in this moment we can all reflect on moments where we don't we aren't really appreciative appreciative of the things that are right in front of us yeah because you never realize, you never would know what you have until it's gone mm-hmm. or until you have a revelation of everything that you do have right in front of you. So I think you called it retros, re- introspec- oh, introspection. Introspection yeah. um, is very important. Yes. Now, okay, let's talk about some of your favorite topics, okay? <laughs> let's talk about what you love getting into because we last <laughs> month with Heavenly Bee, you know, we did, we did the business and entrepreneurship. Yep. This month we're doing love tell us what are some of your favorite topics as far as like media and entertainment well my favorite things to talk about uh two of them we just mentioned is business and entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. i have a special passion for that i'm first generation entrepreneur and i just i fell in love with that life but also i fell in love with educating others with it Mm. i love talking about love because i don't know why i love love i just i I think it's (laughs) it's a certain um level of happiness that we all experience when that is connected with the with the rest of our life Mm -hmm. like love is like that extra sauce that makes everything better like even when you're going through the hardest times in life when you in love child it just be a little easier i i just think you just be giddy it changes it changes the game the game and it's something about 
doing life with somebody. And I think one of my passions has been watching watching people go through the ups and downs in love and and being able to let them know that their self-love is the foundation for good love. I like being able to have that voice because once mm. you get that self-love, then it's foundation for a good, healthy relationship. relationship yeah. I also believe really strongly in building a family unit. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where my uh, deep side come in. I would tell my, fam- my friends, I always got to make something deep. But mm. it's like it's always a purpose behind anything that I like to do and talk about. Mm-hmm. And and for me, it's important that the, the family unit be displayed to the next generation mm. so that they know and have a, a something to gauge from so that we can get back to building a healthy community, especially in our community. I think it's needed. And then my third favorite thing to talk about subject matter would be, I like talking about spirituality and religion. Mm, okay. I do. Tell us why. Um, I've been through my own uh, phases with it, my own spiritual journey. I feel like I've learned so much and um, I have so much to teach and give. Mm-hmm. I also have a heart of compassion because I've been through every level. Mm. So I'm very, very much so open to people expressing themselves without judgment. I'm that for them. And I think... Overall, in everything I talk about, everything I do, my goal is to be the voice of the voiceless mm. um, and to let people be able to be themselves and feel free without judgment. That's good. That's actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. I'm sorry. I'm so mesmerized, guys, over here. I'm sitting right across from her and I'm like, wow. And you really, you really, you your, your passion for these things really um, ex- is expressed through your work Mm. and I think that is amazing what are some goals that you have for yourself um as far as media and entertainment let's say your 10-year goals goals in 10 years what is Heavenly Bee doing Heavenly Bee at the core wants to be love and light I always say Mm. that um that's good so I hate to I I don't want to be anybody but Heavenly Bee Mm -hmm. but the most significant representation that we have right now would be what most people would probably say is Oprah. Mm. But people would say Oprah, usually they say that because of she's a powerhouse. But for me, it's beyond that that powerhouse. I'm not necessarily after that. Mm. What I'm after is the impact that mm. she makes in people's lives and the conscious effort that she makes in putting out things that edify people. Even if we may not agree with every decision her, she makes. Her intention is to pour goodness into the lives of the people she touched. I don't want to gossip. I don't got time to be talking about nobody mm. in a negative way. If you give me a job and say, hey, this is what happened in uh, celebrity news today and this we need you to talk about, I'm going to put a positive spin yeah. on it because these are real people. Mm-hmm. And For all sure. I want to do is leave love and light in the world. That's it. Mm. Let's get into Heavenly Bee's personal life. (laughs) Okay. Heavenly, so are you dating currently? I am not, but I should be. You should be. What does that mean? Um, you. I had another revelation this week, y'all. I mean, you be having revelations. Yeah, that's the. That's one of the benefits of spending a lot of a long time. You get to talk to God a lot, and Mm -hmm. you get to learn a lot about yourself. Mm. I had all these things lined up. People will always ask me like, why I'm single or why I'm not dating, and you know. I had all these reasons, though. I don't get out. That's true. But I don't get out that much and, and, and other things. But the core of all of this, 
I had to admit to one of my friends, and it shocked me. Mm. I'm scared. Mm, you're scared to get into the love, the love. The I have game. been hurt. Mm. I'm very genuine, so I'm not cut out for dating. Yeah, because in most, 2020, it's a game. In 2020, it's definitely yeah. a game. Yeah, it's a game, and I'm not. I'll be going into the game with genuine intentions, and so I'll be getting trampled. Yeah, and so, um, you know, I think that's 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 where I am with it. But I want to get out there because I do desire to have a partner in life. Mm. So y'all pray for me. What Keep are, me lifted. <laughs> what are some of the steps that you're taking right now to kind of like ease yourself in? Um, I, Step one is just to make some time for myself where I can go out and meet and mingle. Because okay. I do attract men when I'm out. It's not like I'm walk, walking well, around we here know. like the ugly duckling on You nothing. a baddie, Mama Cita. <laughs> Thank okay. You. Thank you. So it's just mainly getting in the places where they are, mm, you know? Okay. You ain't dead and they definitely ain't knocking on your door. <laughs> <laughs> and so this this next season of love is definitely, there's definitely going to be some reflection. Are yeah, we gonna... I'm scared. I'm scared though. <laughs> it's like I love, so far it's been so good. Mm-hmm. The people we've interviewed, including yourself, y'all have inspired me, which mm. is usually what happens. I'm typically not a person that um, feels bad or gets jealous of nobody's relationship. Yeah. The scary part, though, is you know if somebody say something that's just too closely related to something I can your situation, to, <laughs> I might drop a thug to it because I'm mushy. But yeah. um, I, so far you guys have kept me inspired, and um, you you talk positively. I think the only thing um sometimes when I'm doing relationship shows that discourages me is when I when people come in here with the grim reality that I'm trying to avoid, which is the toxicity that avoid. Yeah, that like cheating oh, and I, all that Yeah, stuff. I have a yeah. man come in here and I'm interviewing him and he's talking about how this is, how he do women and that and stuff. It, yeah. It, it really weighs me down because I'm like, wow, mm-hmm. is this what... This is out there. Yeah, this is the reality. Yeah. But other than that, we're going to be good. Black love. And black love. Hashtag all black February, love. All February. Black love. Black history. All that good stuff. Hello. Okay. And so what should we look forward to in the, in the upcoming months on PG Daily from Heavenly B? Um, well, right now, my focus is 100% on love and mm-hmm. black history month. Um, and you can just look forward to hearing stories from different couples about what their process look like to getting to love and how they sustain that love. Mm. Um, again, intention always to pour back into the hearts of our people. community and our people so that they can see representations of mm. themselves in healthy lights. So that is that is my goal for this season. We're going to have other people come in like a chef. We had a chef we interviewed this month. Mm. And we'll talk about how to do fun gift ideas or fun uh, date, date ideas mm-hmm. for your your mate to keep things spicy and fun. Um, we have a relationship therapist coming in. Hello. Um, and, and he'll be more so talking about things for the single woman um, or man and the work that you're doing in the process and also the things to look for when, when finding a partner because you really need to make sure that if you're serious about intentionally dating like wanting the marriage at the end goal mm-hmm. that you have to be looking for certain things and asking the right questions so those are a few of the things that we have to look forward to yay uh, we're very excited and thank you so much Heavenly B for stopping by on the other side of the track. <laughs> it's been uh, fun I'm excited Heavenly outside of at PGCR radio on um, Instagram where can they find you I am at Heavenly Beloved mm-hmm. in my Iyanla voice <laughs> Heavenly Beloved, mm-hmm. and on all social media uh, 
platforms facebook instagram twitter tiktok all that find her on you know what i'm saying tiktok is a new wave okay <laughs> so they need to find you on tiktok girl only got one video <laughs> <laughs> one is enough one to get you there all right guys thank you so much for listening to this episode of the prince george's daily featuring heavenly v your very special host i'm your girl mo Diggs, and i'm signing out in five four Hi Prince George's County, I am Lillian Torres and here is the latest news for today. A woman's body was found inside of a Lanham home on Wednesday and Prince George's County police are investigating it as a suspicious death. Police were working on a missing persons case on Lamont Drive on Wednesday morning when they discovered the woman's body. There is no word yet on whether or not the body is related to that case. A Maryland man was trapped in his red Chevrolet Camaro after colliding with a guardrail while driving south on I-495 near Highsville, Maryland early Wednesday morning. James Douglas Perry III, 22 years old of Abingdon, Maryland, lost control of his vehicle at about 5.45 a.m. and crashed into the guardrail. The rail ripped the car's door off his hinges, pushing it on top of Perry. Perry was the only passenger. There were no other vehicles involved in the crash. Within minutes of arriving, firefighters from several area departments removed the Camaro's roof, using a saw and the jaws of life. As the roof was removed, first responders were greeted by a wave from Perry, who was still pinned in the car with the door and the guardrail in his lap. Perry was transported via ambulance to the University of Maryland Prince George's Hospital Center for treatment. Maryland State Police are investigating the cause of the crash. And for our last story, Maryland drivers who have their driver's license confiscated due to real ID non-compliance would be protected under emergency legislation introduced this week in the General Assembly. In 2005, the Federal Real ID Act mandated that all U.S. residents obtain an updated identification card in order to travel on commercial aircraft and access federal facilities. The rule, which goes into full effect on October 1st, requires states to verify documentation that proves name, birth date, and residence. Under this bill, drivers who have their license confiscated by police for Real ID noncompliance would have 90 days to submit necessary documents to the Motor Vehicle Administration. For the Prince George's Daily, I am Lillian Torres. This podcast is brought to you by Prince George's Community News and Prince George's Community College, celebrating over 60 years of offering the highest possible standards in college education for the county and the region. Visit us at pgcc.edu. The opinions expressed on the Prince George's Daily Podcast do not necessarily represent those of Prince George's Community College, its employees, or its affiliates. The producers of the Prince George's Daily Podcast are Heavenly B, Maude Desai, David Smalls, Joshua Boykin, Brian Green, and Chandra Durham, and is executively produced by Dale Roten. Tune in tomorrow as we continue our discussion on businesses in Prince George's County. This is the Prince George's Daily.